This is the Lucy Beatrix podcast. On my show, I've talked about everything from my past life as a fashion model on the covers of magazines, transitioning to my life now as an athlete where I am determined to run fast and far going after big dreams in the marathon. I've also talked about my journey getting sober and then relapsing and getting sober again as well as recovering from the grief and trauma of suddenly losing my father five years ago. So as you can tell, I've had a lot of different topics that I've discussed on my show, and today's episode is a little different than the rest in that I'm just kind of giving a life update. Some of you might find it interesting, but if you want more of a show that's specific uh, about a certain topic like running or grief or getting sober, go back and listen to some of my old episodes. But yeah, I'm just going to be talking about what's new, what's been going on in my world as things have been kind of uh, different and I've been adjusting to this new life. Uh, If you know me or if you follow me on Instagram or have listened to the show, you may know that a few months ago, I packed up my entire New York City existence where I had been living the past 16 years and where I you know, became an adult, uh, where I signed my first contract as a fashion model, and where I moved uh, to as a teenager, I packed up that entire life and I started new in a completely different city. I came to Austin, Texas, where I am now, and I signed a lease. Uh, which, you know, it's kind of a big thing to sign a lease, you know, just me in this studio. And I'm so happy. <laughs> like I've I've been waking up every day kind of looking around going, whoa, this is amazing. I, I live alone. This is the first time I lived alone since I first lived in New York in Chelsea by myself uh, when I signed a contract with Ford Models where I am just completely starting over it's completely fresh and new this is not a place that I knew um, before and while I was a model in New York I used to go to Los Angeles a lot and work there I would work in Chicago I'd work kind of all over the place but I didn't really know anything about Austin this was kind of a brand new terrain for me but I will never forget in November I was sitting in a, a shoot and where I was working behind the scenes. And I decided, I I don't know what it was, but I think it was because it was getting colder in New York. And I saw some things come across my feed from a friend of mine who lives in Austin who trains here. And I just pulled the trigger and was like, I want to go to Austin. I want to go to Austin and start a life. Why the hell not? And I think that this was kind of a combination of a bunch of things. Um, I talked about this in a few episodes ago when I first came out here where I needed a change and I I definitely did. And I think like now looking back at how I felt a few months ago versus even now sitting in this brand new apartment that I'm committed to now, I didn't realize how rough things were getting in New York until I could take a very big step away from it. And what I mean by that is that I had... But, you know, four years ago was when I determined to to get sober the first time. Like when I really made that decision, I hit this rock bottom in 2019 in May and I decided to get sober and I started going to meetings and started working um, or, you know, being in the community of recovery. That is, you know, the group that shall not be named, but I'm sure you can guess what it is. 
And I started doing that, but then the pandemic happened and I kind of fell off of the wagon as far as like going to meetings because there really weren't any meetings besides on Zoom. But I stayed sober for almost three years. <laughs> but then last year, um, well, right before right before the new year in uh, 2021, I relapsed. And then that relapse kind of sent a chain reaction of a couple other relapses. And then now, finally, I'm one week away from celebrating my one year back. So that's kind of cool. On March 13th, I'll have one year sober back, which means cumulatively, I'll have about four years, which is pretty cool. So uh, that said, I think that while I was still in New York and I was deciding that I needed this change back in November, I could feel certain discrepancies or, or not just like I was feeling things that were starting to like, kind of like nag at me as daily annoyances. And I think it's really important for us to take those notes or observations that we may have about things that are bothering us constantly. And I have a rule for myself where if it's three times in a row that something comes up uh, in a short period of time. I need to actually stop everything, look at what I'm dealing with and go, how can I change this? Like now, I'm not going to let this just like linger and keep bothering me. And for me, I noticed that I was running into a rut with my purpose, with what I was doing with work, with everything. And even though I love New York City, like it's, you know, it's in my veins, the way the subways run. I feel like I'm a New Yorker. I've been there for so long. I've been there longer than Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City says that she was living in New York when she was in the show. Like that character from Sex and the City, I think she said when she was like 35 in like season three or something, she's like, I've lived in New York for 15 years. And I'm like, wow, I lived in New York for 16. And so she's like the token New Yorker in my mind. Anyway, I digress. But what I'm saying is, is that I love New York and it's something it's like in me, you know, it's like where my my grandfather, he grew up on the Lower East Side and I feel like I'll always have that New York thing. I know the bridge is like the back of my hand. I know those city streets, you know, so well. I've run them. I went on castings on them back in the day, just over and over again and walking up and down the same streets. So I love it there. But I knew that like health wise, it was starting to kind of get to me. Like there are things that were just happening that I noticed were either triggering me or making me just feel not the best. And I even feel like I would like look in the mirror and feel kind of gritty. And I think it was just, I don't know, maybe just like the lifestyle. It just was kind of catching up with me. And I guess like as I've been getting older or aging gracefully, I want to preserve myself and like focus on longevity. And for me, having longevity is really important for a lot of reasons. And uh, one of those reasons being I want to be able to run and I want to be able to feel strong. And so something about Austin just felt very health focused for me when I came out here. Maybe it's like my intention underneath coming out here. And I just wanted to go where I felt, where I feel the healthiest. So that was a big reason. And um, oddly, it's been kind of funny because since I've been out here, I've had moments with um, with my, you know, as, I, I've, as I've been working um, in my recovery program, it's been different. It's been different like assessing how I even feel about my own 
my own understanding of addiction. And I'm careful with how I'm saying this because I don't want people to think I just came out here and was like, I'm not an alcoholic, I'm fine. I have no intention to drink. I don't want to drink. But I feel differently because I'm happy and content that I don't feel as life or death about thinking that I'm going to pick up any minute. And I understand that this is like kind of comes with the territory. Like as you get more and more in sobriety, you start to see all these amazing things unfold. And it's almost like, wow, how was I so miserable in the throes of active addiction when I could have the life that's like so lucid and pure and amazing And it almost feels like those days are so far away. But I do know from just the understanding that I have of getting sober, it's important to remember where I've been because I don't want to go back there. So I'm not going to just suddenly think, okay, well, maybe I can moderately drink. No, I'm not feeling that way. But I do do see how being happy overall is helping with my addiction recovery. And just it's not as much at the forefront of my mind. And I think that's an amazing um, manifestation of just like putting putting myself in the position to have a successful recovery. And that meant leaving the environment that I was in. So that was a big part of it. And I think when I first came to Austin, actually the first thing I did when I got to Austin was tune into a meeting on Zoom and uh, a recovery meeting. And I think that I've been kind of focused on that since I've been here, and it's been kind of cool to see how that's played out. Now, um, as I approach my one year, I'm making less of a fuss about it. I feel like in the past, I was so uh, outward on my recovery, and I was always like writing my day count on my arm, and everything is about recovery, and I don't feel that way so much anymore, and I can't really explain it other than I feel like because it is still kind of like sacred to me, and I because maybe it's also because of the relapse because I know what it feels like to put it out there and then suddenly have that kind of like uh oh whoops like you know didn't didn't keep my day count up I want to keep it like more to myself I guess as I'm talking about it on my podcast <laughs> um, but yeah no I don't know I'm like I'm preserving it a little bit more and I think that I, you know I'll talk about it like here and there obviously I'm talking about it right now but I'm not as I'm the sober person. Like, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm sober. It's like a, it's like underneath everything. It's, a, it's the glue that keeps my life together, but it's not the forefront of who I am. And uh, it's funny. I have this tattoo on my inner arm. I don't know if you've seen it, if you know me, but I have this kind of kind of a big tattoo on my wrist and it represents my addiction and it represents that time in my life. So I know when I look down and see the snake uh, or just like the serpent surrounding this dagger, um, I know what it means. And it's kind of like a little reminder of how bad it got. And it got really bad. Sometimes I just like can't even believe that I put my body through that kind of stuff. But anyway, so, you know, I came out here with this intention to get sober or to not get sober, to stay sober. And I have. And that's been like a really big driving force. But Another thing that I think is so funny is that I came out here to pursue pursue my dream of being a better athlete and train with the best and just run fast and you know have all the dirt trails available to me and health and yeah, running. But the funny thing is, is that as I've been out here, it hasn't really been so much about training at the forefront as it's been 
just pursuing everything that surrounds the training. So writing and shooting photos and telling my story however I can and getting to know new people. And I feel like that's kind of a cool uh, manifestation of just being in the sound and setting of an environment that I want to be in and then seeing how everything else kind of like trickles down. Because for me, like I love running and I'm going to run all the time, but I don't need it to be in the context of a certain way. Like, yes, I would like a qualifying time for certain races and I want to show what I can do with this body that I've rebuilt, but I don't need it as much. So like I'm going to just like train uh, confidently and happily, but not like thinking it's life or death. Like I, I love training and I think it's more about everything else that surrounds the running. And that's kind of a cool thing that I've kind of realized since I've been here, which is, is it's not exactly how I felt about it in New York. And I've only been here for a few months. So it's kind of cool to see that I've already started to feel that way. And because I feel more calm about running and not thinking, okay, I have to OTQ or else, um, it means like qualifying for the Olympic trials or else. No, I don't feel that way. I can just kind of like have fun. And I think because of that feeling, I actually have a better chance of training better, like training well, because I'm just enjoying it so much. And uh, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a different approach. The other thing I mentioned is that since like telling the story surrounding the adventure is so important to me, I've been doing a lot of writing out here. And it's funny because I used to think New York, New York made me the writer Lucy. Like that, that's the place where I got all my inspiration and my stories and all the wild adventures. I think I got some perspective and some cool wild adventures for sure. But I actually think that I'm a better writer out here. That's because there's less distractions and I can actually focus on my craft and have a better routine and discipline and I'm not swept up in distraction stuff like happening. Like on a Friday night, I'm more likely to be like writing in my apartment than out getting, you know, doing whatever I was doing. So it's, it's kind of interesting to see how my craft or my art, my creations have been thriving out here. And I think that that's also like unexpected because I didn't really think I was coming to Austin to write a book. But suddenly I find myself writing the chapters of my book because I'm in Austin and just my life is more conducive to that. Like today I wandered down the street. There's a couple of really awesome coffee shops around here. And I wandered down the street to this coffee shop and I sat there writing for a while. And I was like, wow, I'm like doing this more routinely now. Like that's a normal thing for me is to go spend an hour or two writing in a coffee shop. And I'm like, that's... I did it sometimes in New York as I was writing articles and stuff for various publications, but I feel like I'm doing it a lot more here and with a different uh, goal of what I'm trying to say. So all in all, um, coming out here has been really awesome. And the other crazy thing is, is that New York is still there and it's been, you know, calling my name and I've had little uh, memories popping up. And like right before I left, I shot a huge uh, running campaign for a watch company called Garmin, uh, Garmin Forerunner 265 watch uh, just launched and I did the campaign for it. And so seeing all these images of me running the city streets is pretty cool because I'm like, wow, like, yeah, that's that is part of me. That's what's made me. I became a runner on those city streets. 
So it's kind of awesome to have that kind of like cemented in this campaign. As well as a different um, shoot that I did a few weeks ago is going to actually be in Times Square um, on a billboard starting on International Women's Day, which I'm looking at the clock. It's exactly, it's March 8th at midnight right now that I'm recording this. So there's going to be a billboard with my face on it in Times Square. Um, it's featuring like women marathoners and that's pretty cool too. So it's like funny that like even though New York feels so far away from where I am right now in Texas, it's still kind of like has a hold on me it always will yet I'm also just like getting myself grounded and finding my roots here and tonight earlier tonight um I went to this community run thing there's a lot of community run type stuff in Austin it's kind of different like in New York there's stuff like this but it's just like a lot of different run clubs this is more like little teams that are like community run team things So I went to this thing with this friend that I've met and I was just like amazed at like how the running community is so deep here as well as New York. And I'm like, okay, like there's, you can always find your people of people who are training for similar races at similar paces. And I like that a lot. And it just feels kind of like I'm finding my way slowly but surely here in Texas and it's great like I just every day I kind of like wake up and go what's gonna come my way today like what am I gonna learn about now and like what kind of adventure am I gonna go on and you know even like last week my friend this new friend that I met at a show who was performing she asked if I wanted to be part of this uh video recording of a little concert she was doing at an art gallery down the street and so I went and did that with her and I was like you know what it's like fun to just stumble in on little adventures and have these like random spontaneous spontaneous nights and yeah I'm I'm finding my I'm finding my community here every day I feel like I'm like getting even more and more situated so it's cool but that all said if you happen to be in Times Square um and you see my face please take a picture of it and send it to me because I'm actually kind of curious to see how that's gonna look and uh you can always hit me up on Instagram I'm at Lucy Beatrix l-u-c-i-e-b-e-a-t-r-i-x and that's just my little life update um thanks for listening to the show and until next time just be fast just win 